Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, all right, all right. Happy Wednesday. What's up, boys? It's uh, SEC. Grooving to the music, man. Our intro music. I'm just grooving to that. Yeah. Very groovy. Very, 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 very groovy. So we're here for another groovy week three edition of the SEC After Dark podcast on After Dark channel and Believe Network as well on the audio side. So how are we doing? Stephen Willis, Jeb Beecham, and Jake Thomas. Join me. I'm Corey Burton. We are presented by Dead Soxie. What's up, boys? Uh, Doing great. Doing great, doing great. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long week so far, but <clears throat> yeah, this week. I'm sorry, the heat on the Stewart's Cajun dill pickle is a little bit too much for me. <laughs> uh oh, sorry. Steve's regretting his decision to eat a pickle right before mm. showtime. So nice. Um, th- yeah, they they sponsor our picks. They they're they're great. I'm still waiting on my pickles, by the way. So oh, they got put in the mail. They should be there by next week's show. We should get that. They sent y'all all three of y'all the mix. Which is Ooh. the asparagus, the green oh, beans, and all that. Nice. Okay. Now, did, did Jeb get his at the penitentiary? Or did he get it shipped to his house? <laughs> it's it's being shipped to his house. Okay. I'm good. I'm going home this weekend. This is my last show from here until next month, and then I'll probably be oh, back here. I know we probably shouldn't do a live stream on this one, but Jeb, you need to rearm your house. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Oh, actually, well, yeah, I tell everybody out there, yeah, my house is not armed. <laughs> but I was going to turn it off this weekend anyway and ask you to go over and turn the air down because for some reason. Ar- Argy did that because as soon as I um, I knew that this weekend I would forget. So I was like, oh, just go you. ahead and go do it. Yeah. I appreciate it because yeah. that part's not working for my phone anymore. I don't know why. Yeah. But. All right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Personal hope business. everybody enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. So, uh, Jake, um, I need to run to Costco tomorrow, so I got a list of, uh, of items here. Nice little yeah. Saturday. That's a Saturday go to plan. Home go, to, go to Home Depot, we'll Costco. I don't know if we have enough time. But we are presented by Dead Socks. Uh, hey there, college sports fans. Want to show your allegiance down to your socks? Dead Socks, he's got you covered with vibrant socks in your team's colors. Whether it's purple and gold, crimson, or cardinal, Dead Socksy is the place to go. Or even orange. Or even orange. Yeah, they have orange. Believe it or not. <laughs> you shit your mouth. <laughs> it probably it probably with Dead Soxy, the orange actually probably does look good. Better yeah. than any other brand, I should say. Yeah, but that, that's uh, saying something if it's Tennessee orange. Exactly. That's that's highlighter. <laughs> I'm about to quit the show. Do, do, they, do they have a highlighter color? Well, you can go to deadsoxy.com and find out. So or but, staples. Or staples. And color it yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you found a pair you like, subscribe for big time perks like constant 25% discount, early access to exclusive styles, and free shipping. Plus, we welcome new members with a free gift. Who doesn't love a free gift? So, why wait? I like a free gift. I love free gift. Find your new favorite socks at deadsoxy.com right now. And as always, stay soxy, my friends. Also, uh, when we come to our picks, picks, picks segment, picks, picks. Uh, not only are we, not only are they presented, presented by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles, which is absolutely lighting Steve up right now. But yeah. uh, they are they also are presented, the lines are presented by betonline.ag. They're number one sports gambling site, sports betting site. They have everything you want, college football odds. NFL is now going into week two, so you can uh, make some nice parlays on the NFL as well. MLB in full swing. When the NBA and NHL kick up, you'll be able to bet on all of that. So lots of action. You can always bet NBA and NHL futures. They have futures too. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure all of you put money on Caleb Williams for the Heisman. Um, I know I did not, but, um, they have it all. They have live casino games as well. So what you need to do, go to betonline.ag, use the promo code believe when you sign up, that's B L E A V to get your 50% welcome bonus. All right. You get half of your first deposit as a bonus. It's free money all over. It's free. And- just to be clear, in case you did something crazy like bet on Joe Milton to be the Hosman candidate, they won't give you your money back. So be careful. Jeb. Jeb. <laughs> Jeb. I know he's on your hey. team, but did hey, you bro. really? <laughs> no, bro. No, I thought about it, but no. 
And now I'm glad hey, I didn't. Yeah. Hey, I watched the NFL season review for Aaron Rodgers the other day, and it was it was breathtaking. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh, I was watching that game. I was, that was I like, hey, it's, it's a mix man. between funny and terrible, dude. I mean, his 2023, you know, season highlights are incredible. He <laughs> ran on the field, and that's it. He yeah. ran with the flag. He fell yeah. down. And... <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I know. You, saw, you saw the Achilles just pop when they put it in slow-mo. You uh, saw mm, it. Just, mm, it was like mm. a – like in, in real time, it didn't look like anything happened. It, right. it never got does. rolled up. You know, it just looked fine. It never does. Yeah. And, and just so everybody knows, I am not about to get political. I am not. But on Twitter, they talked about it as like Colin Kaepernick's agents have reached out to the New York Jets. And I was like, he hasn't played football in 10 years. Stop it. Uh, right. True. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, the, last, the last time he played like against Dan Marino. That's how long it's been. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know that. I mean, we could trade him to Ron Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah that was garbage performance. <laughs> trade him Will Levis. There you go. Yeah. Nah, they're hey. going to roll the Zach Wilson train. Well, yeah, he He's, he was their second draft pick, mm-hmm. and he, that he defense is legit. Him. By the way, that Jets defense is that they're real. Yeah, yeah. Quentin Williams in that middle is really good. Yeah, got a line that ag. It's where the game starts. So yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get stuck in it. Yeah, we just ended up. Yeah. You know, it's like let's go straight off the rails. We haven't yeah. even gotten yeah. into the fact that the SEC is broken, and yeah. it yeah. just means mid. Um, and, uh, and who wins the SEC West? I mean, the it, Ole Miss has the biggest win of the SEC after two weeks, and that was against Tulane. Well, Georgia ain't played anybody yet, so yeah, we, we, true. we don't qualify yet. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to talk about Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Tennessee yeah. was they tied at halftime at Austin, with Austin at P. Austin Peay. We were winning most of the game, just not convincing. Made it interesting. It's yeah, really interesting. Austin Peay's good, man. They're good. They're, good. No, Corey, 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 Corey. Corey. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're just giving Jeff a hard time. <laughs> no, Joe Joe Milton literally tried to kill his receivers and and almost succeeded. He, he tried. Well, it's you, because somebody know? got in the way of him throwing the ball 40 yards. <laughs> you can't <laughs> you can't throw it 150 miles an hour to your receiver. Right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Not yeah. when they're five yards out. Yeah. yeah, the Tennessee wide receivers, it's like they set the jugs machine on 120 and said, let's see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was rough. That was rough. And he was off target the whole time, too. It was, it was, it, that was a bad, bad game for him. And, and Steve, you, you made a good comment about mid. Let me, let me tell you something that's mid. I have the week three tell the tape for Alabama versus South Florida now. Listen to this. Of course, the ranking is Alabama 10, North Florida, South Florida is, is not ranked. Record one and one on both sides. The total offense, Alabama's total offense is 396.5, which is 66th rank. And uh, uh, South Florida is 441, which is 48th. Total defense, Alabama's giving up 332.5 yards, 62nd rank. Total defense for um, South Florida, 429. That's 112th and points per game 40, 29 for Alabama, and 31 for uh, which is 60th rank for South Florida. You're talking about mid off. This is a wow. genuine mid off because Alabama can't get their sh- together. The battle of mid, yeah. Hey, by it the way, shout mid. out to Tua. No, yeah, I would, would love to have Tua hey. back. I, did I, Linux, I quit disrespecting that. him, though. It's a mm-hmm. proper noun. I've, I've mm-hmm. been on the Tua train when everybody else was trying to say he's crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always, always been on his side. That's true. Uh, well, Tua was crap because Tua was banged up and not yeah. healthy. Well, when Tua, he's healthy, my God. Tua was crap because he didn't have um, those wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And once you have that, he's so accurate. It just didn't matter. It's like Drew Brees. Yeah, You know, what made Drew Brees so good was the fact that he immediately came in and had Jimmy Graham and Marcus Colston. Yeah. yeah, And and you have that speedy wide receiver, and then all of a sudden Drew Brees becomes what he is. But the Saints always had a dude on the outside. Mm -hmm. And now Tua's getting those guys as well. And Like whenever I look at Tua, I said this whenever he got drafted. He's Drew Brees. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to be fine. And the Dolphins, 
I'm looking forward to the Dolphins and Jets, and I hope the Jets wear the throwback jerseys because um, after watching that Monday night football game, seeing how the Jets look, why they even changed those jerseys to begin with was absolutely stupid. Those absolutely they, they wanted fantastic. to recreate the uh, the 1970 vibe with the Super Bowl no. champion, which yeah, is it, a mistake. And and Tua uh, said today in the press conference, people are still saying that he can't throw it deep. And he's like, 466 yards. If I can't throw it deep, then I still got 466 yards on short and intermediate routes. You know, so. <laughs> Who cares? I can do right. that, yeah. Exactly. He <laughs> said, I don't care, you know. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Everybody's got the Al Davis mentality when it comes to the pass game. If you can't throw a 30-yard out route on a line, you have a weak arm. And, and you right. obviously can't throw the ball downfield. And it's like, what kind of football, What what is the NFL you're watching? Terry right. Bradshaw isn't walking through that door anytime soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Dan Marino, yeah. rifle arm Dan Marino ain't walking through that door. Mm-hmm. Kenny O'Brien, yeah, Jets. Joe Milton ain't walking – oh, wait. <laughs> Although, could you imagine him on the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell? After he would knock them over. After watching Joe Milton in the first week and first two weeks of the SEC, I'm convinced he will go fourth and fifth in the NFL draft. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Did you, see Ant- Did you see Anthony Richardson's debut? Not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was a little he surprised on that. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad. He might be okay. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> might be okay, Steve. Have you ever heard of JT Snow, Corey? JT Snow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Played for the Angels. JT, Are you yeah, doing JT. former? Oh, that's a different snow. Yeah. J.T. Snow came into the Major League Baseball and hit 10 home runs in the month of March or month of April, whatever the first month of the season was. He was hitting about 440. Everybody was raving about this new prospect and how he was going to completely reinvent baseball. How many home runs did he have for the season? I'm not real sure. Probably 15. I I think it was 12. Hit, hit one more. He hit 11 in the month of April. I think the fr- was the first full, the full month. And he hit one after that. And he had like a 205 batting average right around the Mendoza line. The point of the matter is they're going to figure out how to play Anthony Richardson. If Tennessee can do it, if Vanderbilt can do it, the people in the NFL can do it too. <laughs> Fair point. But he did have yeah. a good first week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you who did not have a good first week. Uh, Will Levis. He's uh, He was inactive. Anybody could have done better than Ryan Tannehill. Well, I was say we didn't see that, another but... quarterback, so I don't know who was there. Yeah. yeah. Derek Carr had a pretty good first week. He did. I would, I would say he did. Yeah, yeah. I, would say yeah I, I, I think the Saints with Derek Carr, they look like they could be legit in that division. Now, we talk about the SEC just meaning mid. The NFC South, it just means mid, too. Um, and so yeah. I, th- I think the best of the bad teams in the NFL South is probably the New Orleans Saints. You might see a team win ten or eleven ball games. Uh, Falcons Who's defense that? is pretty, Panthers, pretty, uh, pretty mid sporty. Mm-hmm. Who's the that- other team I'm forgetting there? Panthers, Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. Oh, man, the Bucks weren't yeah. too bad either. Yeah, they 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 beat Minnesota. Of course, that's like <laughs> Baker Mayfield beat Kirk Cousins. So let's talk about a mid-off, right? That yeah. that seems to be the theme today. Yeah. And then uh Desmond Ritter beat Bryce Young in the ultimate mid-off. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That was an ugly game. That was. But Bijan scored. <laughs> Falcons defense came through. It was look, look, look at us beat. talking like we're Generation Z. <laughs> if I get a telescope, I can see Generation Z. <laughs> through your uh, monocle yeah all right all right sec uh, why is it broken yes okay we got to get into it. the sec yeah, get into this first mm-hmm. okay what we need to talk about is let's talk about alabama and i'm not going to just talk about how alabama lost the game i think it was how alabama lost that football game is well, the problem yeah the, uh, te- texas scored more points than they did. No, 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 no. Oh. Texas dominated the line of scrimmage. No, they All absolutely did. And game. they had no answers for A.D. Mitchell, who's been a yeah. Bama killer. Mm-hmm. And 
whenever that happened, Alabama used to, whenever you think about it, and this is not me crapping on Alabama, okay, before anybody thinks that. This, yeah, this, is, this is me being real. Used to, Alabama would have a top five player at each of the positions in college football. You'd go through, there would be a top five player, whether it was, I don't know, the defensive back, Landon Collins or something, or you know, Reuben Foster. There was always a dude at every <laughs> level of the defense. Now, if you look at who for top five players on Alabama's team, it's maybe Kool-Aid McKinstry, maybe Dallas Turner. Um, but after that, it's kind of it. That's kind of it. That, that is that, it. That's that's the list. And that's JC why Nathan, Alabama he's not on defense. Yeah, that's the reason Alabama lost to Texas. And Al, Alabama struggling against that passing attack. That passing attack is going to come back to Tuscaloosa in 10 days. Exactly. Yeah, don't miss. Yeah, and and yeah. if Alabama can't get right against USF, and they might, they might. Granted, USF is coached by Alex Galesh, who was Tennessee's offensive coordinator last yep. year. So that's right. Who lit us up? Yeah. So <laughs> that that has a chance to be more hairy than we're probably letting on. Although we're going to play the game probably that Alabama's ticked off, and I feel sorry for USF. But I mean that that like. U- USF is still bad. Hey, <laughs> There's nothing going on. They, they, they have a wrought iron fence around their campus, and it's on the way that I go to the VA, yeah, and I drive past USF, bad. and it, it is fantastic. It's pretty cool. They're, yeah. It's and, pretty cool. And they're building an on-campus stadium soon. So apparently USF is a big academic and probably the best academic school in the state of Florida of the public schools. Um, and I guess, state. I mean, with my brain doctor being from there, I'm, I guess I'm pr- kind of happy with mm-hmm. that, but, um, yeah, the, they're an AAU school. I, it's weird to think about South Florida being AAU school. Mm. Yeah, mm. no, I wouldn't guess that. Me either. No, mm-hmm. wouldn't have guessed that either, but I, you know, for, for Alabama, they just, I, they need to find some answers up front. I mean, I, I just don't, you know, watching that game offensively and how the the plays were designed. I just, I don't think they did anything to help their offensive line. Well, you know, you know, um, Saban mentioned something in his press conference that they were positionally giving away whether it was a pass or a run. It literally goes back to the movie <laughs> Invincible, where he told him in a three point stance that the blood was. In the knuckles, it was um, a run. If it was there, if it was up, it was a pass. It, mm-hmm. it was essentially giving away plays like that. And that makes me wonder if the thing that's going to fix Alabama is not going to be Tommy Reese leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommy Reese, I don't know if he's that dude. I don't mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if he's I that don't dude. think he's that dude, but like mm-hmm. like I, I don't I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't I, I knew he wasn't that dude. He wasn't that dude at Notre Dame. Yeah. You know he just wasn't think about what Nick Saban had did to Notre Dame over the years, and then thinking about when he was looking to make a coordinator change, it's like, hey, I want that guy. <laughs> no, he probably it probably came down to I guess I'll take that guy. Yeah. Now Georgia can't talk much much either because after Todd Monken, they brought in Bobo. And we knew exactly how that was going to go. And they're getting off the slow starts like absolute nuts. All the talent everywhere. And, you know, you're worried they're going to first half cover. Now, it doesn't matter with their schedule because they play the weak sisters of the poor. Mm -hmm. Hey, they got the mighty Beamer ball coming this week. They got the SEC mid schedule. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Mid is more. Um, No, I you know, honestly – and I may be a little biased because it's in my bloodline, but uh, the best coordinator they could have hired is down in Atlanta right now. Yeah. Yeah. Call and plays for Georgia Tech, who look outstanding on offense. Mm-hmm. They can't stop a nosebleed, but they look outstanding <laughs> on offense. Mm-hmm. Just so everybody knows, Corey's talking about Buster Faulkner, who's his cousin, who is the offensive coordinator at Georgia Tech. That's how connected we are on SEC after dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't get him on the phone, though. He's a tough yeah. man to reach. <laughs> Very tough man to reach. His his own mother can't get him on the phone, so yeah. I don't feel he's focused. 
That's because she named him Buster. Let's just be real. His real name's Harrison. Oh, really? Buster, Buster's a nickname. Where'd he go to college? Valdosta State. Okay, maybe maybe Buster makes sense then. If it was Georgia, I was like, Harrison feels like it would be a name that you would go by there. That feels yeah. like a very Georgia name. He's mm. been he's been Buster all his life. I don't know where he got Buster from, but he's been Buster all his life. Okay. Nickname. Mm. Uh, but it's, uh, Harrison's his real name. His son is named Harrison. His, his son Harrison might be uh, one of the top quarterbacks in 2026 in the state of Georgia. Okay. His son's like 6'2", oh. 6'3". Okay. Can sling it. Does Harrison. his son... Does his son go by Harrison? Yeah. Okay. Son goes by Harrison. Oh, um, I will. Once we get into picks, we'll talk about that game. I think that is the biggest trap game in the history of trap games for Ole Miss. Um, I think, no, I think Not Ole Miss is going to win the game. I don't think Georgia Tech is good enough to beat them. Um, but if you're telling me that I'm going to have to give 20 points to Georgia Tech, I, I, I see this game as a 38 28. A, a 35 24 that, that's that's what i see in this game i just don't know that georgia tech has the horses like i, I think scheme wise they're going to be good offensively i just don't think they had the horses to be able to hang with a defense as talented as Ole miss like yeah. like you're going to see that things are there but they just can't get to them because there's dudes on the other side that are preventing that, but you can see, like conceptually, like God, like if they had if they had any semblance of talent right now, they'd probably be moving, they'd probably be marching this ball up and down the field, but they don't. The, the, by the way, the, de- the defense played better against Texas with Pete Golding than without him. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how <laughs> how vulnerable is Alabama in the West? I mean, are they still looking like the favorites? No, I would say Ole Miss is the favorite right now. Uh, yeah, I would yeah. say it's up for grabs. I mean, you know, you've got you've got Ole Miss right I'm now. Just being honest, yeah. uh, you, look, you, if, if talent wise, Alabama is the best team in the West. Maybe next to them is LSU, but on the field wise, right now, it's it's Ole Miss all day. It's I, I think as day. crazy as it sounds, is Alabama's left the door open for both Ole Miss and LSU to take that spot. Like, like it and seem like. I realized that Miami boat raced A&M, and I know I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, and they're don't. going to let me down. <laughs> don't don't. Yeah. stop. Stop I, it. I get that. Stop. But stop. that is not a conference game, Quit. and that quarterback looks legit. Steve. Now, DJ Durkin's garbage. Steve. Just absolutely Steve. crap. Steve. Steve, Jimbo and Bobby Petrino are going to get in a fight at some point. Yeah. DJ Durkin uh, is going to show – They might have gotten to a fight after the game. Yeah. DJ Durkin is going to show nature videos – during his meetings and completely gross and weird everybody out. So they're going to be distracted. And he sucks at, like and he sucks at calling defenses. You didn't hear this? You didn't hear about this? You don't know about this? No. He, listen, okay. Okay. Story time. When he was at Maryland, the head coach at Maryland, like during like team meals, like in the dining hall and like he would show clips I guess to get his point across to like, you got to be a hunter and you got to maul people or whatever. He would show animals getting mauled by like yeah, lions. And t- like he would show like, you know, those national geographic where like the tigers like run in and just freaking yeah. mauls an antelope or something like that. He would show those yeah. on <laughs> freaking loop. And oh, people would get weirded out by it. Like I'm sure I can't, ima- I can't imagine why they got weirded <laughs> yeah, out. He had, he had a player die on him. Snowflake kids. Because he pushed him too far. Like he, he, the kid was like showing obvious signs of like, hey, I don't need to be doing this right now. And basically called him up. Yeah, but that's a, ca- that's a that's a captain of the ship argument more than the fact that he actually mm-hmm. let it happen. Because DJ Durkin, I don't think it was even outside when it happened. Uh, I don't know. You got their like, strength. Now he's, a, he's responsible for the strength coach, but. Yeah, the strength coach is a freaking lunatic, man. Like yeah. he should have known that too. I mean, captain of the mm-hmm. ship is captain of the ship, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's. I mean, he's not directly liable, but like, yeah, that dude's DJ, freaking. There's a reason why the top strength coaches aren't freaking complete psychos, and they know when to they know when to push, how to push. That guy did not, and he had a track oh, record of it. Yeah, and then you Just look at. Quit, quit drinking the Kool-Aid, Steve. Just stop. Yeah. Can, Just stop. Yeah. Can, Kentucky's looked like garbage. Vandy's looked like garbage. Yeah. 
Florida. Florida. LSU, they put 72 on Grambling, and they're absolutely melting down because of the way their defense played. But I think it was like what? Like late, like close to the halftime before they saw it, you know, finally pulled away against Grambling. Yeah. 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 It was, it was tight for a minute. Yeah. Um, Georgia didn't oh. score in the first, first quarter Ten, again. Yeah. Tennessee uh, still Tennessee. struggling against Austin P. Yeah. They made that. Mississippi that State started game. out. Mississippi State started out with their hair on fire, but their second half, they looked putrid. They did. They were mm-hmm. awful. Um, Arkansas was just. They I, struggled okay. against Kent State. <laughs> and, and oh my goodness, MTSU almost got a win. I know. Oh, I, I know. I was rooting for them. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, and, uh, and Auburn, I, I don't know what color the horseshoe is that's on the plains at the moment. Auburn had no business winning that football game. If Cal, Cal. had any semblance of a kicker or something. Uh, uh, Cal had the ball in the red zone like eight times and failed to score. I mean, yeah, it's and, ridiculous. And, but in SEC Cal's officials called level. play down to prevent a fumble being returned for a touchdown mm-hmm. because it got blown dead. Mm-hmm. I mean – Cal's a whole new level of bad, though. They are, but they still – if they had a quarterback, at which they don't have a quarterback. They've got no. a, They've got an athlete that can play like high school hero ball quarterback, but they don't have a quarterback. And Steve, if they were even mid, they would have blown Auburn out. Mm-hmm. Auburn, Auburn, Auburn was not good in that game. Not good at all. Nobody – I mean, it, you can say all like, you want to about, about Georgia, 45-3. to three. It was a clunky 45 to, 45 yeah. to three. I mean, they finally mm-hmm. kind of got their, you know, what together, but it was, it was like, dude, like, what are we doing? Yep. Georgia needs, needed Stetson Bennett. How, how much are we are talking about how much they needed special Stetson Bennett, who was a two star walk on quarterback um, that went to Jones County Junior College? <laughs> And, but yeah, that guy was the one that made the offense run, and right now nobody is making the offense run. Mm. I think Bobo's got the training wheels on Carson Beck, and that's a mistake. That's the problem. He's too, being too conservative. He's got the training wheels on him, and he doesn't I, I need think, to. I, I think um, Bobo sells. He's like that bike that is like permanent training wheels. That they're not detachable. <laughs> I think this kind of is what it is. This so is, your fans, is, huh? your fans aren't telling each other that they're just not wanting to show their offense before an SEC game. No, That's what Tennessee fire. fans are trying to tell themselves. Ole Miss, Ole Miss fans are doing that too, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Georgia fans are full on, full on the fire Bobo train. Oh wow! All right, that's that's the train they're riding. Yeah, yeah Alabama they're, fans they're, they're, are they're rider guiding on that one. Yeah, yeah. Alabama, fan, Alabama fans are saying that that Nick Saban is going to retire, and this is. Oh, no. I mean that still might be true, but but by the way, yeah, but he wouldn't. Can, 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 can we retire the Nick Saban former coach ticker before mm-hmm. every time they play? I mean, Nick Saban's like three and three in his last six. I mean, yep. that that's honestly it looks impressive whenever he's like, hey, he's twenty five and three. No, no, J- Jimbo kind of broke that. Jimbo did break it. Yeah. Jimbo broke it. Kirby shattered it, and now and then Sark, and Steve Sarkeesian he went in reverse over it, <laughs> and then Lane yeah. Train's drooling over it, and it'll still he'll still step on it and get a shard of glass in his foot somehow because <laughs> he is Lane is ready to call his shot, just like the get your popcorn ready and all that. He is ready for something good to happen there. I don't know that it will, but. <clears throat> Lane Lane is going to go over there confident because he saw what Texas's tight end did to Alabama's defense and he realizes that he has a better version of that. He he realizes that Nick Saban made a mistake in hiring. I mean Kevin Steele God love him but like that was a struggle. Didn't he give up like 77 points to um West Virginia West- in a bowl game? Dana Dana Holgerson, like yeah. Geno Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Jake's over here just like, what the f- <laughs> I <hate> you guys. <laughs> oh, he, hey, he's fuming. Jake's handling this pretty well. I thought he was going to find bomb and have the phones go down. <laughs> no. 
Guys, I, I can't just, hear you. <laughs> yeah, I just it's so know. funny. After Alabama loses every game, Feinbein's phones go down. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I'm, wanna, I'm fine. I mean, the, these are these are all these are all issues that we saw coming with the coordinator mm-hmm. stuff, with the quarterback stuff, the the offensive slow start issues that Georgia is having. We all saw that coming. New, new quarterback mm-hmm. with a offensive coordinator who Jackson Dart's the best quarterback in the SEC right now. Just like we we said on our show on our pregame show, hmm. we, we did our post or our, our review for South Florida. Essentially, Alabama's season starts right now. They're one and one. They haven't lost an SEC game yet. SEC schedule is coming up. You got to get your stuff right against you. You you know uh, South Florida, and get ready for for the tough games coming up. Because if you don't, don't, then you're going to be eight and four, nine and three at the end of the year. Um. Yeah. Jack, we're going to need you to explain this. I mean, we know we know Voice of God has Ed Reed, but Casty's into seventy year old men. I don't know what, the, what in the world. Is, so. uh, is Cassie an old Miss fan now? All of a sudden, hey, oh, well. she might she might be talking about Auburn and Hugh Free sliding into her DMs. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Better that's watch yourself there, Jake. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, if that's the case, and I would definitely yeah, uh, maybe, have maybe we need that. some parental controls with Cassie. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying. You're yeah. gonna start getting calls from a burner phone. You better watch yeah. it. <laughs> it's like, how do you stop the wheel route? Like, Come on, you. <laughs> Uh, we can't. We can't, we got. We can't keep doing this. Seriously. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> the voice Gross. of God has uh, uh, spoken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we didn't get into picks. It's thirty. We're already thirty minutes in. Oh yeah, let's get <laughs> into picks. Right. Hey, hey, it's time for picks. It just sounds Sponsored like by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. Hey, Stewart's time to get Cajun. locked on pickles. Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. And that is. And <laughs> Offering a variety of Cajun spice products like pickles, green beans, okra, even carrots, and asparagus. Thank you, Corey. Corey's going to live taste that next week. We're going to. He's fun. going to do a Cajun Dill Pickle next week on the show. Yes. But what everybody needs to know this is a family owned company. And they're homemade on the coast in Mississippi. Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles have been pleasing pickle lovers for over 20 years now. And they've become the South's favorite pickle. These are truly the best pickles you'll ever have. A strong deal flavor with a Cajun bunch. No joke there. Seriously, they're, they're legit. No over sour taste. This being a small business, they strive to keep the produce fresh and local from the start. Keeping the final pickle product extra extra crisp and crunchy you can find these pickle products online at the picklestore.com or at your local rouse's market or other local southern stores near you especially on the mississippi gulf coast i know you went down to new orleans but down in that area you can get them as well try these pickles okra and beans today you will not be disappointed stewart's cajun dill pickles the south's favorite pickle all right Steven's having trouble speaking tonight. Of course, we all do. But well, it's it's the it's the pickles. They they lit him up. They 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 they, they lit me up pretty good. I I I wasn't thinking about my reader. Um, whenever I get that, those things have a little bit of a kick. He was thinking, hot. Damn, this thing's this thing hot. So uh, anyway, these lines are presented by BetOnline.ag as well. Um, so we got our week three picks. So coming in. Uh, Steve is coming in with a record of 23 and 11, followed up by the duo of Jake and Cassidy. Yeah, that's 22 and 12. <laughs> um, followed by then Jeb at 20 and 14, myself at 19 and 15, and Becky, the voice of God, at 18 and 16. So I've got to get on my horse here. Yeah, I don't want to get passed by Becky. No, oh, I can't finish hey. D- a shot. <laughs> I can't finish DFL. That's the problem. And if you want to know what DF- DFL stands for, well, I can't say it because this is a family show. Can you act it out? Oh, I, think I definitely means, can't act it out. That means dead effing last. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can't act it out either. 
is the whole yeah, like this, middle. This is not letter. an Auburn live stream. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, all right. so Becky, we're going to go by record here. So it's going to be you, <laughs> me, Jeb, <laughs> followed by Jake, Cassidy, and Steve's going to go last. That's you know what? When I'm totally dropping the ball here, you guys are real quick to know what the record was. I just wanted to point out, last year, y'all couldn't find the record. It's weird how this works. We didn't, we didn't want to find the record, but it's, it's written. Just so you guys know, it's written. Who it keeps up with the records, though, Becky? That would be Mr. Willis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I know. Something about happy wife, happy life. I, 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 I can barely know. get my picks in on time. You know I ain't keeping up with this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it goes both ways, Becky. Also, happy husband who gives a shit. You're right. Never mind. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jeb was the last one to get his picks in this week. Well, oh. yeah, I didn't know everybody had gotten on and done it. Huh? Y'all are, oh, yeah, y'all you're fast. Funny. Look at that. <laughs> funny. Okay. <laughs> Lulling <laughs> you into a false sense of security is what's happening right now. It's called a long game, sir. Oh, man. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> okay, Becky, speaking of turds, um, LSU minus 10 at Mississippi State. I'm just LSU makes me so mad. Because I can't, with any confidence, pick them for anything right now. And that then makes me pick Mississippi State to cover, which is just a shame. But I'm picking Mississippi State. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna slightly disagree with you there. Um, I think LSU, I think this is one of the games they actually can cover um, because Mississippi State is a team with the tail of two halves. This begins a brutal stretch of games for Mississippi State. Um, well, their whole schedule is kind of brutal, so I guess that makes sense, right? Um, but I, I think LSU is is primed. I think they're going to win this game by two touchdowns. So I'm, I'm taking the Tigers on the road here. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think Florida State is a lot better than we thought they'd be, even in knowing that they were going to be good. And I still think they're playing a lot better than I thought. I think LSU is still really good. Mississippi State's having a good season, but – LSU's a better team, and I'm taking them to cover that 10 points this week. All right, Jake. Uh, me and uh, Cass are picking Mississippi State. Uh, my reasoning is that, you know, like, like Steve mentioned earlier, Mississippi State started out strong against Arizona. I don't know what happened to LSU against Gramlin. It took a quarter and a half to get going. If that happens this week, Mississippi State's going to could get out to like a 14-point lead and be kind of hard to, to catch back up. I don't think Mississippi State – you know, wins this game outright, but I think they can cover it and it'd be like a seven point game. Yeah. Steve? <laughs> I, I'm playing the emotional hedge game in this situation. Um, if I kind of want LSU to win this game and cover so that, you know, let's say Ole Miss wins against Georgia Tech and they beat Alabama. I want, I want that game in Oxford to be an absolute madhouse at the end of September. For that to happen, LSU has to win the game. But I'm going to give myself an emotional hedge to where even if they don't cover, I can still feel better about it. And I'm taking the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I do not like what they looked like in the second half of that game. Mm-hmm. I don't. Th- I I don't think Will Rogers is that dude. I j- I just don't. I don't think they have that dude yet. He's not yeah. on campus. Um. All right, Becky. The next game, uh, Kansas State. They are five point favorites on the road at Mizzou. This game's on SEC Network. Yeah, I originally had picked Missouri for this one, but then I realized I'm just being a total homer. Um, I really think <laughs> Kansas State's going to embarrass Missouri this week. I completely concur. I, I, I was I was thinking last week, um, MTSU and Missouri, I was like, nah, cuz. MTSU's about to cover this. That's way too many points. I think Kansas State's just going to bully them up front. Um, they they play that North Dakota State style of football, and they are vastly improving within their own conference. We'll see how they we'll see how they are without Deuce Vaughn. But um, this this Kansas State team is building a program where they're just going to start to kind of be that that one of those Big Twelve teams to to look out for. So give me the give me the Wildcats of the Little Apple. Yeah, I can't really disagree. I kind of like Missouri's defense. They're 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 a solid squad, but Kansas State is just too good of a team, and it's only five points. I'm taking Kansas State to cover that. Uh, the, Slash the, the yeah, the the power couple here is also picking Kansas State. Uh, Missouri against MTSU struggled, and uh, 
you know, Kansas State's a lot better than MTSU. So I think like like it has been mentioned, it's gonna it's gonna be a boat race. So I think Kansas State covers easily. Um it's gotta be weird for Kansas State knowing that they're not Superman's favorite team and he is a Kansas fan. Um, I do not know if Kansas State is Lex Luthor's favorite team. I do not know. I do know that they are building a juggernaut in the Big 12 at the moment, mm -hmm. and Missouri might have been looking ahead against MTSU. I don't know, but Kansas State, I think, is going to cover that five pretty easily. I think they're going to win by 10, 12 points. Way to, way to build in the, the D.C. and X-Men references. Mm -hmm. <laughs> juggernaut. All right. We encourage you guys in the chat to play along uh, with us at home. Throw your picks in the chat window. Uh, feel free to do that so you can compete with us. And maybe one of y'all can beat us. Becky still is the reigning champion. We have to give her credit there. Uh, all right. South Carolina comes to town, comes to Athens to take on the dogs. That is the CBS 230 game or 330 game on the, on the East Coast. Georgia is 27 and a half point favorites, Becky. You know, it, no, no. And this has nothing to do with Georgia, which I know sounds stupid because Georgia's awesome. South Carolina's got to have something, man, or else their whole season's just going to be a nightmare zone for them. I think this is the week where they gain back a little bitty, tiny bit of self-respect, and they're not going to allow Georgia to just dominate them. And it's going to shock everybody. So I'm going with South Carolina. I so desperately want to take the points here. Because I just don't think Georgia can score quickly and often enough to cover a 28-point spread. But then again, I'm just picking the dogs because, you know what, screw it. right? I'm not going to put any actual money on them, but for this segment, screw it. Carson Beck gets it together, um, and we, we put up 30, and we shut them out. I Man, if you'd asked me before we started this season, I, there's no way it'd have taken that many points. I expect Georgia to win this game fairly handily, but that that seems like such a big spread to me. But and South Carolina, though, they just have not played well this season. But I just and I don't like South Carolina much. You know, we we know what happened between them and Tennessee last year. I'm not a fan of theirs at all. But they're better than they've played, and at some point they've got to pull this together and start playing better. And I just feel like this week they're going to at least keep it close enough to maybe only lose by you know, 18 to 20. So I'm taking them to cover the points, but they need to step up the game or that's not going to happen. Jake. Uh, Cassidy is picking Georgia. I'm picking South Carolina. So that's a difference on us. Um, 20, 27 and a half points. That, that is a lot of points. Uh, I can see this game being like a 20 to 24 point victory for Georgia, but I, I'm, I think, like Becky said, South Carolina's got to get some self-respect back. They they just struggled this year so far. I mean, they let Furman stay in it way too long than what they should have. So, uh, you know, I, I think they, they at least covered the spread, but they still probably get beat by 20, 24 points. You know, in this game, I look at it and I was like, how many points can South Carolina realistically score in this game? And, and I, I keep coming to 10 points. Uh, just give give South Carolina 10 points in this game. Can Georgia score 38? And I think they can. This feels like it's going to be a 45 to 10 type game. I, th I think Georgia is going to win this fairly handily. Like I said, I would not put money on this. Um, no. But if you, if you want to ask me, I think this is kind of Georgia's get right game. Georgia I mean, against the spread is rarely a good bet lately, but yeah. this is, this is the type of get back game here. So there you go. Uh, there you go. Pretty split on that one. Uh, so our next game is Alabama, 32-point road favorites at South Florida. That's an ABC game. So Vegas doesn't think that that loss took too much of a hit on Alabama and their, their chances of covering big spreads. So, Becky, are you buying it or are you taking South Florida to cover? You know, honestly, in my gut, I think Alabama's got it and they are going to win by more than 32 I'm taking South Florida, though, just because I, I can't stand that big of a spread. And, uh, yeah, South Florida, surprise Bama a little bit. Bama's got it in the bag, though. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I I think one of my biggest mistakes would be not picking Alabama in this situation. Um, South Florida is 
they have a they I think they made the right hire with Alex Golesh. Mm-hmm. I just think they're just still really bad talent wise. They're still really depleted. I don't know that this is the right game for them to cover. Any other team with a big spread, I I, I would think about it, but not Alabama. Not after what just happened. I'm taking I'm taking the Crimson Tide. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for USF's coach to have a good uh, run there at USF, but I don't think it'll be this week. I I kind of with Becky as far as I don't like the big spreads like this, but every time I pick against Alabama, like they just seem to live for ruining my picks every week. So I'm going to continue to pick Alabama, and maybe that way I'll just continue to be wrong and it'll work out in my favor. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> yeah, you're good, Jeb. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, I, I need a few minutes here. So we're picking Alabama, me, me, me and Cassidy are. But Alabama in this game, they've got several things they got to work on. And the biggest one is mentality. This is where it's all got to start for, for this team. It's too many mistakes, too many busted coverages, uh, losing the line of scrimmage, which, which in the SEC, if you lose the line of scrimmage, you're, you're in, in deep doo-doo. So they've got to get right here. I kind of agree with Becky picking South Florida because – there is rumors and talk about some severe storms being down there this weekend. So if it's raining, you're probably not going to be pass, passing a lot. Or you're going to have a lot of drop balls, a lot of three and outs, if that's the case. So, but Alabama needs to get right here because if they don't, it's going to be a long season. It's got to start with this game. you got to blow South Florida out of the water. So I think my, my prediction on our show was uh, I, I said uh, 52 to, to 10. So I think I think that's what it's going to be. I think Alabama covers. All right, Steve. Well, um, you know, and this this is one of those games for whatever reason. Um, and I, I'm going to pick Alabama in this game, so I'm taking Bama. But does this not just feel like a 35 to three Alabama win, to where it's been an absolute blowout? And there's nothing that South Florida can do about it, but this that old style Nick Saban win. Well, that that's not a cover. That, that would be a push, right? Uh, and and I I if I, if Alabama gives up ten points, can they score forty two? If they give up seventeen points, can they score forty nine? The the it's just a lot of points. I'm I'm going to take Alabama because um, I believe in Jalen Milrow or whatever whatever you want to hear you know about that. Um, but Alabama has five stars all over the field. South Florida is not good. They have not been good for quite some time. The Willie Taggart hire for them um, just started them on a road of decline, and South Florida is trying to figure out how to get out of it. So. Maybe they need to bring Jim Levitt back. I don't know. Dan, Daniel, uh, I love Lane, but now nah, I'm I'm good. I've been through some very terrible seasons as a Bama fan, so I, I'm not I'm not one of these Bama fans where you know the sky's falling all that. I'm realistic. I know <laughs> after Saban retires, we're going to have some bad years. Now, bad years in Alabama standards is nine and three. So, and, and I don't think our fan base is up to handling that, but Perkins. I am. I, 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 nine and three, I'll be probably fine with because most of these guys here, most, most SEC schools would be happy with a nine and three season. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm, I'm that type of, I'm that type of guy. I'm realistic. Saban is the greatest coach ever, but something's just not clicking with the guys right now. I don't know if it's coaching or, or it's just, I don't know. He just hadn't, hadn't got it figured out yet, and this may be the last this last chance to do it. And who knows? But we can't all say we were here during the greatest coaches ever run. I mean, it's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I was happy through it, but I'm glad I got to see it. Technically, I was alive when Bear Bryant was coaching too. So, well, you've been you've been around since the dinosaurs, Steve. Come on, yeah. man. you've been around. You've been around since uh, Newt Rockney was a coach. Yeah. <laughs> little little Pop yeah. Warner. Yeah, you were you were John Heisman's uh, analyst. Which, by the way, um, in the middle of our picks, I'm really excited because this is the the about 80 year feud at um, Georgia Tech actually going to Oxford. That's actually Hmm. a big deal. A lot of people don't know that Georgia Tech's not in the SEC right now because of Ole Miss. Right. 
Um, <laughs> because after they threw their temper tantrum after the Alabama thing and left the conference, they tried to get back in. They even had letters of recommendation from Bear Bryant and um, Vince Dooley. And Ole Miss is like, nah, we're good. <laughs> Funny you should say that because we're going to pick that game in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Our next game, uh, Louisiana Monroe is traveling to College Station to take on Texas A&M, who is 36-and-a-half-point road – or home favorites, I should say, on the Thanks. SEC Network. What has Bobby Becky? Petrino done? <laughs> Look, all I know is Texas A&M is not winning this game by more than three touchdowns. Just not going to happen. Mm. So I'm taking Louisiana The voice Monroe. of God is spoken. No, yeah. And I agree with the voice of God. I, mm-hmm. I'm not look, I'm I'm just gonna let them prove me wrong. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna potentially take the L on this pick. I'm gonna let them prove me wrong because I know they won't. All right. Yeah, they will not cover 36 and a half. They may win by 30, but they ain't winning by they ain't winning by 38 points. There's just not happening. If ULM even sniffs a touchdown, they're gonna have to score 45. And I don't think they can do that. I don't think they're together enough to do that. I don't think their defense is good enough to stop ULM from scoring less than 10 points. Like, it, this, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. This Kool-Aid is delicious. <laughs> so, I'm, you, can have my, you can have my shares of Kool-Aid, Steve. <laughs> Jeb, what do you think? Uh, man, I struggle with this one because I tend to agree with y'all. I do not like that point spread. I, I really wanted to take ULM. I'm going with A&M only because they really their offense really is playing well. Like I think they're going to score points. The question is, can they stop the other team? And ULM, I just don't think it's got enough in them to to score enough to cover the spread. So I'm going to go with A&M covering, but I'm not happy about it. Jake, uh, we're both taking uh, A&M. And one question, guys: When's the first time? Well, this is not the first time that since I've been on this show that there's a team that has a higher point spread in a week than Alabama. You know, usually Alabama is one that has like the 40 point spread. Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, Alabama and Georgia. So Mm -hmm. now it's it's A&M. So this feels like a, you know, show me moment for A&M. They they struggled last week against Miami. I feel like Miami's gotten better, but I just don't think A&M played their best game. No, I don't think A&M played their best game either. So – Against ULM, I think they get it together at least this week offensively. Connor Whitman is a really, really good quarterback. And, and it's uh, a shame they do too. have they do have talent on that offensive side <laughs> of the ball. I think they can put up num you know, put up scores and droves. It's just a quite like Jeb and Corey has said it. Can they stop, you know, ULM? If they ULM scores ten points, there's not a chance that they, they cover. Hmm. No. Not a chance. Jeb and M. or no. Steve. Nope. Yeah, AM. AM's I'm drinking all the Kool-Aid. All that. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop drinking your ecto cooler Kool-Aid. They're all gonna right. win the West. <laughs> Woo! I, what everybody needs to realize that might think I'm taking me a little bit seriously, I am putting the jinx right now hard on Texas AM. Mm-hmm. No, you're drinking. You're and fully. You're only, fully on the Petrino train. That, you're you're riding the back of Petrino's uh, motorcycle. No, this, right now. this this game has got thirty eight to ten written all over it. It does, honestly. Yeah. Mm. Now I keep trying to put the jinx on Alabama, but Nick Saban is good at just plowing right through that. So mm. far, I'm gonna keep trying. Ooh. Speaking of the next game, it's like a 1997 game of the week. Mm-hmm. Tennessee yeah. six and a half point favorites mm-hmm. at Florida. This reminds me of like 2006, uh, where Urban Meyer comes in like desperate, trying to beat, needing to beat uh, Tennessee. Um, two teams that are one team that's kind of struggling, another team that's really on the struggle bus. Um, Tennessee is at the bus stop, waiting to get picked up by the struggle bus. It's not there yet. Florida's driving the struggle bus. So we're going to try to figure out who's going to win this game. Tennessee six and a half point favorites at the swamp, which says a lot. Becky, are you taking that or no? Tennessee is going to whoop the crap out of Florida. (laughs) Tennessee has no love for Florida. This is happening. I don't have a strong love for Tennessee, but I cannot wait to see them shove it right down Florida's throat. (laughs) I, Did I, Tennessee I lose back-to-back games at Florida on Hail Marys? Uh, yeah. Not this year. Uh, Jeb? Not, not, it's been a while if they have. Yeah. 
they haven't well. won down they haven't won down there since what 2003 though have they yeah i was gonna say it's been mm-hmm. a long time so yeah. i don't know a long time. So I, the last time they won there me and becky were in the navy yeah. <laughs> in the yeah, navy that's true yeah, so I agree with Becky. I think Tennessee's going to roll. Um, my SEC sports hatred for both of these um, football programs is pretty strong. But I think Tennessee wins and wins big at the Swamp. I think they break the Swamp curse. Well, I, I'm obviously taking the Vols, and I'm always going to take the Vols. Well, no, no, that's not true. But I am definitely this week. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, though. If you're betting money on it, I don't know if I would, only because – when Florida wins, they can blow Tennessee out. It happens. When Tennessee wins, it's always close. I don't know why we cannot get away with a good win against Florida, no matter. And, and um, you have to go yeah. well past 2003 a, to get that. A win is a good win against. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I think I think we might win, but even if we do, we might not be covering six and a half points because we just can't blow out Florida. It just doesn't happen. But but this year, I'm I'm taking us to do it. We're going to do it this time, even though Joe Milton has still not shown me that he's the man. Um. I'm having faith. I'm having faith in taking the Vols. All right. It. Jake? Me and Cassidy are taking uh, Tennessee. Uh, if I remember correctly, you know, Anthony Richardson showed up and showed out in that Tennessee game last year. He's not walking through that door. He's not He's not the quarterback this year. So, I think Tennessee's all right with that. But I will give give uh, that, that defense of Florida some advice. Just go with the deep ball because if Joe Milton has to throw a five yard out, he's going to knock his receiver over anyway. So just cover, <laughs> just cover the deep ball, and, and y'all, y'all be fine. I just don't know if y'all got enough horses on the offensive side of the ball to, to beat Tennessee. So I say this win, I say this like a two point touchdown win for Tennessee. Hey, trust me, if he's throwing short, you don't want to get in the way anyway. Just get yeah. out of the way. <laughs> Jake, a two point, a two point uh, win is a, 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 a two, a two, okay. a two touchdown win. I should say. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. uh, Steve. Yeah. I think Florida is going to um, call some ball plays and make some plays out there and um, make sure you can spell citrus without UT and all of the stuff that Tennessee finishes, you know, third in the SEC. All of those jokes are going to come back. It's mm. going to hit Tennessee like a tongue of Brits. Uh, Graham Mertz is going to throw for like 108 yards in this game. It's going to be miraculous. Uh, <laughs> uh, was Trevor Etienne? I think that's his name. Is, is he Trevor he or Travis? Trevor. Yeah, Travis plays Trevor. for the yeah, Jaguars. He's going to he's going to run for 42 yards and maybe even <laughs> score a touchdown. Tennessee is going to not cover in this game. Florida is going to win the game outright, 14 to 13. Oh my oh. gosh. <laughs> Oh, spider think, too late over there. Apparently. I don't think Jeb be here next week if that happens. I'm gonna say your Steve? wife's gonna be in the car with me. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> Steve, what's, what's in that? What's in that bottle there, bud? Yeah, what's on? Yeah, I think that's his Gatorade. I think it's so, I know Graham March throwing for 108 yards. I, I get that. I understand. Is, I hear is, it. Is it that's laughable. Yeah, that's, yeah. I am. Is it the pickles that's rotting your brain here? What's going on here, man? Pick, those pickles do not rot my brain. They give me super strength in the brain. Mm-hmm. There you go. Ah. Ooh. Ah. Okay. The the Cajun dill products are fantastic. They do Spicy amazing. Okra, man. It gets you. Mm. All right. Well, <laughs> let's let's pick up the pace here a little bit. Um all of us are unanimous on Auburn. There's no line yet, but I'm yuck. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh Vandy at UNLV. Let's let's move this through this one pretty quick. Vandy is four point favorites. On the road at UNLV, mm-hmm. Becky. Yeah, Vandy's got this. They're going to have it by at least ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I, I agree. Van, Vandy's on the struggle bus, but they ain't struggling that much. UNLV is a terrible program. Give me the give me the doors. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you as well. They'll bounce back a little bit this week, a little better, and I'm I think they'll cover this one pretty easily. Jake. Uh, we both are taking Vandy as well. I think they cover by. You know, 14, 17 points. Steve. Bandy, AJ Swan, Will Shepard, miraculous combo in the Southeastern Conference this year. Will Shepard, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Our next game. This will be kind of exciting. Uh the the Cougs come to uh Fayetteville and they're taking on the Hawks. Hogs are nine and a half point favorites at home. Well, kind of a weird spread on ESPN two. Becky, what you got? And I think home team advantage, home field advantage for this one. For me, um, just puts them over the top. So I'm going to go with Arkansas. Okay. 
Um, I, w- I once heard somebody describe the BYU as the Iowa of 2023. It's not a compliment. No. <laughs> um, so I'm taking the I'm taking the race. I back. watched Nebraska play last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's bad. Yeah. I, Nebraska just watched Iowa and said, you know what? We we want that for our offense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And unfortunately, they don't have the defense or the special teams to go mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Arkansas, by the way. Jeb. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. It looks like we're we're mostly picking Arkansas. I thought BYU was a decent team last year. I haven't really they watched were. them much this year, but uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's true. And I know Tennessee has at least two of their players that transferred over. So, yeah, and that that's kind of what got me thinking. I, I, Arkansas is still playing really well this year, so I'm gonna take them to cover in this game, Jake. Uh, we're both taking Arkansas. Uh, I'll be honest, if it was a 10 point spread, I would pick BYU, but I think Arkansas wins this game by 10. So, I'm picking Arkansas. All right, uh, all right, all right, Steve. I think, I think Rocket Sanders is out for this game. Um, worth keeping an eye on. Um, really? It's probably going to keep the scores slow down a little bit, but I'm going to take Arkansas in this game just because Fayetteville's weird, man. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to win there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to do much of anything there. It's just an yeah. odd, odd place. All right. That's true. So we got our next game: Kentucky, 25 and a half point favorites at home against Akron. Looks like we're all picking Kentucky, but mm-hmm. Becky, I'm going to let you explain Akron. I just have zero faith in Kentucky to do anything they're supposed to do. I just can't do it. Like, I don't trust them. So I'm picking Akron to at least cover the spread. I think Kentucky's going to win. But I don't think it's going to be pretty, and they're not going to be proud. Akron is horrendous. Yeah, they are I know nothing about Akron. They are. are, This uh, is where the rubber meets the road. Tire joke. (laughs) They, They are a... They are a Corey yeah. Burton arm hair away from being Kent State, which is god awful. Um, yeah. Kentucky didn't still going to take them over Kentucky. Yeah, everybody else takes Kentucky. Let's yeah. get to the game of the week. Well, it's not the game of the week, but it's it's, it's the nerds in Bon Hemingway. Yeah, so <laughs> Ole Miss hosting the nerds, Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. and Buster Faulkner. Uh, they are 20-point favorites. This is an interesting spread because mm-hmm. Georgia Tech can score. They can't stop anybody, Becky. Yeah, I ugh, I don't even know how to describe it, but Lane Kiffin, like, obviously, love Ole Miss, but he makes these really stupid calls for no reason. <laughs> Three or four games a year. He did it last game with that, what, 50-some-odd field goal. You yeah, know, that it worked, worked out, out in our favor, yeah. but it – easily could have not i'm hoping that he'll go ahead and make a couple more stupid calls this game get it out and then we can be serious for the rest of the season i'm picking georgia tech to cover the spread Ole miss is definitely gonna win not a homer well i feel like a jerk (laughs) even saying it but like i just want him to get it out of his system make these stupid calls now yeah, of course, Steve is a homer. I mean, yeah, he actually he hosts that, this. That, that is a, that is affecting my reputation. My wife picking Georgia Tech in a game. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Steve. I got you. <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, I'm taking Old Mississippi here. I just think that uh, Georgia Tech. <laughs> you like that Old Mississippi? <laughs> yeah, um, t- t- takes me back to rivals. Yeah, <laughs> we got a old. We got a commitment mm-hmm. to Old Mississippi University. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so I, I think <laughs> I do that just to mess with Steve. I love it. Mm. Um, so Georgia Tech, I as much improved as they are, I just don't think they have the horses to cover twenty point spread with Ole Miss. Ole Miss is explosive. Georgia Tech is ex- sort of explosive on offense, but how explosive? What have they done uh, against other opponents? I mean, I guess Louisville has been their best test. They scored pretty adequately, but their defense was still pretty in bad. a quarter. They had one good quarter in that Louisville game. Yeah. They just don't have the depth. They just yeah. don't have the dudes to sustain all of that. The concepts are there. The openings are there. They just don't have the dudes to sustain it. And against and a team like it. Ole Miss, it's not good. And Haynes King has that wind up like a 1915 baseball pitcher. You know, or it, Tim Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's got the longest throwing motion I've ever seen. And everybody's like, Haynes King doesn't like to throw it in tight windows. It's like, yeah, take, yeah, everybody knows it's there. <laughs> yeah. 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 It hit him and uh, Byron Leftwich and Tim Tebow. 
all throw grenades. <laughs> Jeb, no, I, I agree with you. I see this as one of those where it may start off with a, a Georgia Tech looking decent. They may score, I, I think, 17 to 20 points in this game, but I also think Ole Miss will score at least 40. So I'm taking them to cover these points. I think it'll end up being a blowout. Even it might start off decent, but the end of the game won't be that fun. Unless you're an Ole Miss fan. Yeah. yeah. Then it will be. Well, Georgia Tech doesn't, their fans don't really exist until the Georgia game, until they beat Georgia. Then, uh, then yeah, they come out of the woodworks. Oh, the yeah. They'd be everywhere then. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you although, hear. Although they played Georgia better than TCU did last year. Yeah. Oh, you're, right. yeah. you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. A lot of teams played Georgia better than TCU did. Yeah, Jake broke TCU. Uh, we're both picking Ole Miss. Um, you know, I kind of struggled for a little while on this one, but overall, I think Ole Miss is definitely the better team. I do think Georgia Tech's offense is is getting better uh, each and every week. Uh, the defense still got issues big time, and I think you know Jenkins and and Dart and all them guys are going to have a field day with that defense. So I can see Mississippi State or Miss Ole Miss putting up daggum fifty points in this game and win like fifty to. 1720. Yeah. I, I've kind of been doing a reverse jinx on this one all week, mm. talking about what's going on, because I do think this is kind of an ultimate trap game potential with a road game against a ranked team, Alabama next week on CBS, a road game. And then you have a team that you beat 42 to nothing last year this week. And that that's, you know, I go back and forth. I'm like, is this game going to be like a 38-28 or is this game going to be like a 42 to 20? And I think I lean more towards to the, like that 42 to 20 um scoreline and Ole Miss is going to be able to cover and and honestly that 20 I think might be Georgia Tech scoring late and not Ole Miss yeah. kind of getting a backdoor cover. Yeah. Hmm. I see that going the way. I I think Ole Miss's yeah. defense will play Better than people think in this game. Yeah, because Ole Miss's defense will be better than a star defensive coordinator and Pete Golding, and we're just so lucky to have him. And I have (laughs) no idea why anybody would get rid of that man. Uh, You'll see. (laughs) (laughs) He he won't care. (laughs) He won't care. Give it a couple weeks. Yeah. He won't Uh, care. All right. So that that does it for our picks. Am I leaving out anything? I don't think so. Yeah. I I think I think I think we can go. All right, that's doing it so for our 20 picks. 20 minutes, Corey's going to get us out of here. Yeah, 20 minutes. So, so by <laughs> 10 o'clock, we'll be out. Uh, no, 10 o'clock, my time. Uh, so, yeah, we are SEC After Dark. We thank you for joining us. You can always catch us anywhere you catch your podcast or right here on the YouTube channel. Catch Steve each and every day on Locked on Ole Miss. Catch Jake, Tide Talk Live. Catch me, Believe in Georgia Dogs, uh, and at Illegal Motion has been, uh, has been back and running. So, you catch me there as well, Jeb. Nice. Whenever you finally, uh, whenever they finally release you on on bail, uh, you can uh, do one of your <laughs> new episodes of your new podcast, whatever that is. Uh, Nineteen twenty three reaction uh, after dark commentary. You can catch us all there too, as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we're gonna start doing some more of that. That's more uh, off season type uh, content for us. We're we're just enamored with football stuff right now. So and the Derek Vandegrift shows are doing pretty well. Yeah, they are. And the Derek Vandegrift shows are doing mm-hmm. outstanding. So a uh, lot, a lot of happening on this channel. Um, so there's uh, the YouTube shorts are going to come back. I'm, I'm going to do one eventually. I know I keep saying that, but it's going to happen. Right. Especially when we get in the meat of the SEC schedule. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. But we are SEC after dark presented by dead Soxie, betonline.ag and Stewart Stewart's Cajun, Cajun dill pickles. pickles, plus okra and carrots. Green beans. Yeah, the pickles. Just do the pickles. We will we will see you back here next week. Hopefully, my picks are much, much improved. But until then, go dogs. Go Vols. Toddy Toddy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.